Gregory Johnson is a Near East Studies scholar at Princeton University, and he's been following the story closely. Uh, Bruce Rydell talked about the drone attacks as being a U.S. effort to terrorize the terrorists. How does that play out in Yemen? Right. That's a really good question. And it's something that if we sort of take a, a broader view of what's happening in Yemen and we go back to Christmas Day 2009, this is the day that the so-called underwear bomber attempted to bring down the airliner over Detroit. Mm. At that point in time, AQAP had about two to 300 members uh, within Yemen and it controlled no territory. AQAP, now, today, that's al-Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula. Yeah, that's that's correct. Al-Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula. Now today, two and a half years later, the group has more than tripled in strength up to over a thousand members and now it controls towns, it runs police departments, it runs a court system and so forth within southern Yemen. And so – there, there are, I believe, uh, two major causes for this sort of rapid, rapid growth of the organization for how much stronger it's grown in just two and a half years. One is that these U.S. drone strikes, which have killed a number of individuals within al-Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula, but there have also been some mistakes and they've killed a number of women and children. And AQAP has used this as sort of recruiting posters to, to gain more members. Also, of course, the Yemeni military has really – fractured and fragmented during the uprisings of last year, and AQAP has moved in. So included in those numbers you cite, Gregory, are Yemenis, foreign fighters? Who are they? They're both. So we see more Yemenis joining the organization, but now we see Yemen, much like Pakistan used to be in the days after September 11, 2001, and sort of a, a magnet for everybody who wanted to participate in a jihad against the U.S. Now we see Yemen becoming that magnet. So how much of a safe haven has Yemen become for these extremists? Is it the new Afghanistan? Well, the new Afghanistan might be a bit much, but certainly – AQAP itself sees itself as, as basically a functioning government in, in parts of Yemen. This is unlike, say, Christmas Day 2009 to go back to sort of that time peg mm. when AQAP was operating in the shadows, hiding out in mountains and caves. Now what they're doing is they're operating openly. They're walking around the streets. And in fact, they're the power and control. So back to the idea of terrorizing the terrorists. I mean, if, if we can assume, generally speaking, that's the U.S. strategy in Yemen at the moment. Uh, what is the blowback from that? I mean, isn't terrorizing the terrorists precisely what helps fuel uh, the numbers in al-Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula? Yeah, that's certainly one of the one of the main blowbacks and one of the main concerns is that these drone strikes, when they're good, they're very good. And so they can remove individuals from al-Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula. The strike against Fahad al-Qusa over the weekend, a, a major figure within AQAP, this is an example of that. But there are also times such as in December 2009 when a U.S. missile strike plowed into uh, a Bedouin encampment and killed more than 40 women and children. And so it's really a mixed bag with the drone strikes. When they go bad, they go very bad, and AQAP quickly takes advantage of this. Gregory, what have you learned about Yemen through this episode, through this bomb plot, that you feel hasn't gotten much attention? Well, I think one of the things is that a, AQAP is, is much stronger than it was the last time we really focused on it in 2009. The group's more than tripled in strength, as I mentioned, and it controls a lot of territory. But we shouldn't be surprised that AQAP is attempting to carry out attacks against the West. The, the group has a great deal of resolve, and in fact, its resolve has remained fairly steady over the past several years. What we see changing is the talent of the organization, how much it adapts. So now from 
the attempt on Christmas Day 2009 to today, by all reports, the bomb is sort of a generation evolved from what we what we saw. So when AQAP fails, they go to school on that failure and they come back stronger and with, with better bombs. Thankfully, this time, Saudi intelligence uh, was on top of it. Gregory Johnson, Neary Study Scholar at Princeton. Thank you very much indeed. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me.